Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. Welcome back to uh, uh, King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, we have uh, Season 1, Episode 6, Hank's Unmentionable Problem. Oh, yeah. This one's a real gas. It is a real, well, yeah, I guess it's only gas. Or or maybe, yeah, yeah, that's all it is, is gas. Yeah, so the entire theme of this episode is the fact that Hank is constipated. His, uh, the episode is called Hank's Unmentionable Problem. Right, so. right. Yeah, just, uh, he can't, he, he, I don't believe he ever says the word constipation in the entire episode. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, actually the one thing that I like about this episode is, uh, who wrote it. Mm. So the writers specifically of this one are Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Yeah, there So you there go. you go. So it's, yeah. it's written by the creators themselves. And I think this is, uh, this is really a really funny episode and i guess you could tell you know like i'm not saying it's the funniest one that they've right. had yet right. because right. i think there's earlier episodes that are funnier yeah. but it's just you could tell that it's these guys that are writing it I this feel is like. this is like the roots you know this yeah. is this is exactly what they want the show to be is yeah, what yeah. it feels like absolutely right? just regular problems regular people and the funny situations that come out of it like going to the doctor so we open this with uh, Peggy sitting there rattling her boggle cubes around. And yeah. <laughs> we haven't really gotten into Peggy's boggle uh, addiction slash skill. No, yet. this is this is uh, the first you see of mm-hmm. anything related to yeah. boggle, which becomes super thematic which is, later it, on. It's just amazing to me to pick something like that and make it a character trait. You know, the, in, especially in an animated show, it it just seems like you went above and beyond and you picked Boggle. So somebody in one of those two guys' family 
loves Boggle. Loves Boggle. You know, Somebody it's gotta, does. It's yeah. got to be a thing. So you you see her rattling around the Boggle cubes, and uh, uh, Luann comes in, and Peggy starts asking her how uh, the beauty school went because she knew she had the big shampooing final. Oh, yeah, yeah, the big shampoo final. <laughs> she said, well, I passed lather, but I failed rinse. And then I failed repeat, too, because it included rinse. And I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's fair. Very fair. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And then you got Hank coming out of the uh, coming out of the, the water closet. Yeah, and he's got his head down, and he, yeah. just, he looks kind of disappointed. Yeah, Peggy's like, uh, Hank, you forgot to flush. And he said, didn't have to, didn't do anything. And so Peggy's starting to get worried now. She's worried about the fact that uh, Hank can't make. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he's, he hasn't. Uh, and it's funny they say that a couple of times where he hasn't made. They and do. They when say he sits make down with Bobby, yeah. he says, he, yeah. you haven't made yet. So she wants to know how long it's been going on. And Hank, of course, he doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't want anything to do with it. Uh, and so, uh, yes, it, it's swallowing his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, swallowing it's, whatever. It's, he's swallowing too much steak is what he's doing. It's another gulp. Yeah. yeah it's all that red yeah. meat clogging his, uh, <laughs> clogging his track there. So, uh, uh, they talk about how long has it been going on? And Hank, of course, gets a little irritated. He's like, uh, for God's sakes, I'm going to get a bite. He's just tired of having that conversation. Goes yeah. in the, goes in the, um, the kitchen and starts rummaging through the refrigerator. Constipated one, to the max. <laughs> wants to know if there's any more chicken fried yeah, steak. Constipated left. to yeah. the max, asking for chicken fried steak. I got a funny uh, story actually about yeah. constipation since we're on it. Okay. Uh, I, I guess about gone, that it could have one or it two could've. ways. It was either constipation or chicken fried steak story. Yeah, it, yeah, it could have it could have went anywhere. Sure. So about three years ago, I it was uh, the <laughs> first time and only time in my life I've ever been constipated. Right. To, to sure. be honest with you, so. We're at dinner. We, we we decide to go to dinner, and I'm just on a really, like, my stomach is just killing me at this point. But, you know, uh, you know, steak night, so we go go to Roadhouse. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get the real nice 20-ounce. I get a, a good tall beer. Sure. And I, I, I power through it all. Checked all the boxes. I powered through it yeah. all, knowing mm-hmm. my stomach would probably hate me for it and right. everything else would hate me for it. Right. Ate all that, drank all that. Hang on, hang on. What What's your side? Oh, the side? Oh, I had a baked potato. Baked potato all starch. There you all go. starch. That's well, it. I always have the, gotta, the, gotta the little the bowl potato. of broccoli, too. I like broccoli, yeah, but sure. that's just a counterbalance. You go to a steak you gotta have place. have a little fiber. You go to a steak place, though, and their broccoli, if it's any good, the Stop steak may not be as yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's, it, it seems like they can focus on one thing at a time, and, and you hope it's the steak. And you hope it's the steak. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> usually, if, if, the, if the, like you said, if the broccoli comes out and it's like pitiful and it's mm-hmm. like in a mm-hmm. bowl of water, then yeah. it's probably, you know, the <laughs> best steak the you'll ever pretty eat. Good, yeah. But I power through the whole meal. And I get home, and I don't know if it was the steak or the beer uh-huh. or what it was, but it was just like boom, flowed like Ready water. To go. It was like I was yeah. really surprised because I thought I'd be yeah. messed up for another full week. Maybe it was like a uh, uh, like a rotor rooter, you know, <laughs> yeah, like big flush got in there and got him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. and then it takes us back to the takes back to the king of the hill and off of my constipation problems. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the next part where uh, well, he yeah, does the product plug. Hang on one second. Let me let me let me talk about this chicken fried steak. Okay. Uh, there is nothing worse than leftover chicken fried steak. Oh no, it's terrible. It's so soggy and nasty. Anything and so fried the next day the, is usually the, not good. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is is there weren't any air fryers at this point, right? No, it's just it's, grease. So I'm trying to think how is Hank fixing this chicken fried steak? Maybe the only thing I can think of is and and I don't know if if your family was like this too. They would make like chicken fried steak sandwiches out of it the next day. 
mayonnaise. No, there was no leftovers. Really? Yeah. Uh, if no. there, there there was leftovers sometimes, but most of the time, uh, I'd, I'd make sure everybody had their meal and I'd walk through the house. Has everybody eaten? <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your plate because right. whatever's left is going to be consumed right. in the next five to ten minutes. I'm going to eat it all. So I used, to, I used to sweep the house yeah. and make sure everybody had eaten first. All right. So you're, you're saying uh, uh, there the is a product plug. placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, of course, I, it's Megalomar. It is Megamucil. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she says she takes ten heaping tablespoons Every night, teaspoons. Every, but ten. Ten teaspoons in a glass of water daily to stay regular. That's a lot. That's that's more than regular. (laughs) That's just marching out. You're not not getting off the toilet. You're taking ten of those things. That's a lot of Megamucil. She says, look, it's all gentle and all natural. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. There's no way that stuff's all natural. No. Megamucil? (laughs) Megamucil, yeah. No, and Hank... uh, Probably cut with, like, wood chips or something. (laughs) Hank is very upset. Uh, uh, He doesn't want to talk about it. It's his own personal private business. And Peggy is uh, just like, well, at least drink the water. You know, maybe the water will flush you out. water will flush you out. Next thing we have is uh, it's breakfast time. So we're assuming it's next day. Uh, Bobby's sitting there with his big plate full of eggs and sausage. And uh, Hank, (laughs) Hank's like, "Mm, that looks good. Where's my breakfast? And Peggy brings him some muffins. Baked muffins, yeah. Yeah. And then he looks... Oat brand muffins. Oat brand muffins. Mm. The thing that kills me is he. she goes, well, I baked some muffins. He goes, well, good for you. He goes, where's my sausage at? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Right. And then she has to explain to him that she's out of sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, uh, she, yeah, she's completely out of sausage, which I think is probably a lie. Uh, <laughs> she goes, I thought you were constant. And he's like, where would you get such an idea? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was Bobby saying that. But, uh, anyway, he ends up arguing with Bobby back and forth and, uh, gets his sausage from him. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> so they he help you make. It anyway. yeah, he tells him you should eat those on the muffins. He goes, I'll help you make. <laughs> so we start down this long road of Hank, uh, wishing he could go to the bathroom. Uh, first it's Lady Bird. She's at the door whimpering and Hank's like, what do you want Lady Bird? And then she goes out and she uses, she does her business and he's like, show off. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Talking about the the dog. The next scene is, uh, my favorite scene in the whole show then. In this episode, this specific episode, (laughs) this would be my favorite scene is the interaction between Peggy Uh and Nancy, which is our first, uh, Full where speaking we, part for Nancy, I right? Feel and like. we learn a lot about Nancy, and at we this learn point. a lot yeah. about yeah. her right here. That's right. And well, we already have learned a lot about her. So the sure. only thing you really know about her now is that she cheats on her husband. Right. You don't know her anything about her job right. or anything like right. that. You just right. know that she cheats on her husband with John Redcorn fairly frequently and fairly often, and quite regularly and blatantly in front of the whole neighborhood. <laughs> so. Uh, Nancy, uh, they're they're talking, and uh, Nancy says, uh, "Her and Peggy, yeah, her yeah. And Peggy, Nancy mm-hmm. and Peggy." So she, uh, Peggy tells Nancy, "Well, I'm worried about Hank, and mm-hmm. he hasn't done his business in four days." Right. And she's like, "Oh, well, good Lord, poor Hank," and you know, talking about how he, he looks, looks so, so healthy. healthy. And then she goes, "But then, you know, so did Elvis." <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, uh, "You didn't think it's something serious?" And uh, to Nancy, and she says, "Well, I'm a meteorologist, not a doctor, but if I had to make an educated guess, I'd say he's got polio." <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure he's probably been vaccinated for. That is, that is the worst guess ever. Yeah, at his age, if you had polio, he'd be crippled because he was, he, he was probably born right before the vaccination for that stuff. And she goes, well, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm a weather girl. <laughs> Which uh, yeah. a lot of uh, 
weather people aren't really weather people. Yeah. They're just sure. a they're face just, for the they're, weather. They're just talking heads. Yeah. David Letterman being yeah, one. He was just true. a talking head for yeah. the weather. Yeah, so then we go outside, and uh, Bill is questioning <laughs> Hank about being backed up. Um, of course, Hank's like, nope, nope, not me. And then here comes uh, Boomhauer with some random girl in his car. Always. And Boomhauer's like, I've been thinking about what you old mean. You bought him, man. You yeah. <laughs> talks about Anyway, uh, the girl says that uh, uh, it helped her sister after she was pregnant or when she was pregnant. He's like, do I know you? <laughs> yeah, do I know you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, they they talk about how um, everybody's going to give him some advice now, right? So so Bill's telling him to go ride on the lawnmower. That should help. Uh, Boomhauer's telling him to go swimming. Uh, I'm not sure about swimming, uh, loosening up your bowels. But Oh, right. yeah, and then uh, Dale says if you tried squatting, it takes the pressure <laughs> off the lower body. Squatting. Which uh, it does. I bought a squatty potty thing, the thing that, like the yeah. stool that you put yeah. your feet on. Yeah. Oh, man, it flows. It flows. <laughs> no issues. Uh, and then Dale, of course, has the best, uh, best advice of all of them. He wants uh, Hank to just take a uh, spoonful of bacon grease. Yeah, just a spoonful of bacon grease. <laughs> you like, take a spoonful of bacon grease. I'm not eating that. I'm yeah. not eating bacon grease. That's funny. He's got, and then Dale's like, oh, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> so I don't know what he was wanting him to do with the bacon grease. Uh, then we go back inside, and uh, Peggy Peggy is sitting there watching TV. Yeah, and then there's a commercial that pops he, up. You see the old old man with a beard on there saying, uh, simple chronic constipation can be a symptom of something more serious. I should know. I'm former Surgeon General C. Everett Coop. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, uh, Hank finds out that Nancy knows all about it, and he's pissed off at this point. He wants to to know why uh, she would tell Nancy about his bathroom problems. Then he looks at the TV, sees the old guy talking about uh, the food not being absorbed and entering the pouch-like cecum. Yeah, and then (laughs) he looks and he says, who the hell is that, Howard Stern? (laughs) (laughs) So he starts changing the channel. He gets to uh, the the news channel, obviously, and Nancy's on there giving the weather. She's talking about the weather, and then she and then on a more personal note, I want to wish my friend Hank Hill a quick recovery from his embarrassing constant. And then on oh, straight on TV, yeah, and local not, news. Not only did he did he did he turn the TV off, he kicks the plugs out of the wall. Yeah, he kicks the plugs out of I the mean, wall. But that's got to be embarrassing for him because he is uh, he's not just the. Uh, a regular guy in the neighborhood. He is the, you know, the propane salesman. So he, he is. is a public figure. He goes and he has to, uh, he's an account manager too. So he manages all these yeah. different accounts with all these different businesses. And if we remember so, right, uh, he had to keep his grades up to become a propane. So he had to keep his right. grades up. He had to keep his grades up. And Bill wanted to drink every day just like his dad. <laughs> That's right. So I think they've both succeeded yeah, in I their goals. Yeah, I think they did it. Uh, and so, uh, they, they have a little bit of a, of an argument about it. Uh, he's, he's very tired of Peggy worrying about it. She's just talking about how she's worried about him. Uh, it's better to talk things out. He said, not these things, not toilet things. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't want to talk about any of his toilet problems. Uh, and then, uh, Hank's like, well, all right, all right. And then Peggy says, uh, if it makes you feel better, I'll just sit here silently and sulk. Yeah, he's, he's like finally <laughs> great. So next next thing we see them, they are at Lulies again, not Lubies, but Lulies. Lulies. 
Uh, Hank is ordering uh, from behind the sneeze guard. Oh, and his order is just, what is it, skirt steak? I'll have some st- skirt steak, some brisket, a little piece of that New York steak, a couple of them steak fingers, and a burger. And then she says, Hank, please just have one veggie. All right, put some macaroni and cheese on <laughs> yeah, there, Yeah, a veggie, like <laughs> pasta and cheese. All right, that's a veggie. Yeah, uh, then we see the lawnmower running. Uh, Hank is out on the out on the lawnmower, uh, and Peggy's inside making some chocolate sauce. Uh, is at least what Bobby thinks it is. Oh, absolutely. And she tells him what it is. It is a laxative for your father. Right, yeah. right. And then uh, we cut to Hank sitting there eating his ice cream with his chocolate sauce on it, and uh, he, he asked Peg where she got it because it's so good. And then he goes, Bobby, try some. And he said, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and Bobby knew exactly what it Bobby was. Bobby knew what it was, He yeah. goes, Bobby, you know what that is? So? <laughs> he didn't even care. <laughs> what right. is it? Yeah, laxative. and then that's when Hank finds out care. it's a laxative, and he's yeah. he's very upset. He's he, upset, which is which which is funny. That uh, I'll go ahead and touch on uh, what I wanted, what I what I was texting you about with uh, Peggy Hill the other night trading yeah. on Twitter. So the other night uh, there was a news article that somebody had posted, or an opinion article, or something uh, from some web blog or whatever. Right, that's sure. pretty pretty popular blog. Yeah. And uh, it was calling Peggy a bad mother and a bad wife and stuff like that. And uh, Twitter absolutely went berserk with it kind of thing. They ran with it, memes and everything about it. Right. But I think this right here is one of the reasons why they think that Peggy is generally a bad person. But I don't think she's a bad person. I think she does bad things sometimes, but with the intention of doing good. She has all these good intentions, but generally there's, you know, not always a favorable outcome just because of her mentality and how she is. But yeah, I don't think she's a bad person. No, no, I think she always means well. Oh, well, man, they were they were giving them what for on Twitter. I mean, there was yeah, all kinds kinda of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of nutty, though. They it's were really, like, really oh, funny. how bad a mother she is and all that stuff. I mean, she's really – she tries really, really hard. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's a bad person. No, but well, that's what one of uh, – here's a, a tweet right here from 6532Midnight. He says, Peggy Hill believes she could carry her son out of a burning building but failed when she tried to demonstrate it. <laughs> so when she tried to demonstrate it, she went back and she actually went to school to go learn how to do it. So yeah. she, I remember that episode. Yeah. She couldn't carry yeah. him out, so she went back and actually learned right. and you know, skilled herself up. So I don't know. I really think that Peggy Hill's good, and the people call her a tell, terrible mother while her best friend Nancy is next door. You know, right? Raising her illegitimate child. Yeah, that's somebody what I didn't else. understand about this whole battle. They were like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, Nancy's good, and and Peggy's yeah. bad." Really? Yeah. Nancy didn't get any flack. Just Peggy. Uh. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's very upset because he's afraid that Peggy's trying to drug him. Uh, I mean, it's just laxatives. Good but God! Still, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> God! I like that. They have another little. They have another little argument, and then the next thing we see is uh, Peggy's asleep and she's having a nightmare. The nightmare is all about uh, Hank dying because he was constipated. Oh, absolutely. So uh, polyps. See, yeah, yeah that's right. polyps are worse. <laughs> that's right. We see uh, we see Hank's funeral, and this is the graveside. Uh, everybody's there. Uh, Bill says he looks like an angel. A dead angel. <laughs> yeah, dead angel. Oh my ding! Oh my ding dong! Dang old! Why it should have been Bill? Oh my ding! Oh dang! 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 Oh dang! And then Dale. Oh, yeah, should have been Bill. Should have been That's Bill. Right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Peggy says we never got a t- chance to talk about your constipation, and now we never will. 
And then we find <laughs> C. Everett Coop is actually uh, officiating. Yeah, he's officiating the, it, the yeah. funeral. And <laughs> says, says, now turn in your algebra homework. <laughs> yeah, remember, early detection is the key. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, and and this is, um, is this the second time we see Cotton? Right? We've seen Cotton before. Uh, yeah, we see Cotton at the artificial insemination. Right, right, yeah, right. That episode. And it, <laughs> See you in hell, boy. Yeah, see you <laughs> in hell. Ends up flushing, flushing the, him. Yeah, yeah, flushing him. So uh, she wakes up. She screamed, uh, and then uh, she she runs into the bathroom and Hank's on the toilet asleep. Uh, scares the crap out of him. Well, not really, but scares him. Yeah, and he's he's like occupied, occupied. Close the damn door. Can't, Can't you see I'm in, in here, here? pig? Don't right. touch me. I'm on the john. She's sitting there giving him a hug. That's right. I was so scared. I dreamed you died. Now I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody in the bathroom with me. I really don't. I don't mind. Really, all the way up until the wipe. Uh. Like. While I'm using the bathroom, that's fine, uh-huh. but the, I think the wipe is too personal. Yeah, I grew up I grew up in Hank's house. Uh, you're not supposed to be in a bathroom with each other. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it was all it was all guys except for my mom yeah. and my sisters, me and my yeah. dad, my brother. So generally, if we were peeing, the door was open yeah. anyway. Yeah. So it was I don't know just just that it just didn't transition. I guess I remember well. I remember one time. Um, my parents were not as, and maybe it's because they weren't as closed minded as this about some of this stuff that I just didn't want to see it. Right. But I remember one time my dad calling my mother into the bathroom because he had made a real big poop. (laughs) 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 And like after that, I was like, yep, nobody's ever going in there with me. Nope. Nope. I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, so anyway, uh, she ends up, uh, convincing Hank to go to the doctor. He's gonna, he's gonna do it. And he's like, get out of here and throws the toilet paper at the door. So, uh, now we, uh, we get to the doctor's office and of course it's a family affair. All three of them have to go. Well, you know, you know, the first thing I noticed about the doctor's office was Mm. the gigantic no smoking sign right sure. above the receptionist yeah. which now if you go into hotel uh, hospitals you don't see right really that much no smoking paraphernalia yeah. anywhere because now it's just commonplace in society yeah. you know that if you're yeah. somewhere like that you're just not there's no smoking section or anything like that and there's a lot of damn there's a lot of medical facilities now that require you to walk all the way down to the curb to go smoke oh yeah if you're smokers absolutely they don't let you smoke on the campus anymore so uh they're sitting there in the in the uh in the doctor's office lobby and uh, Hank goes up to the nurse and says, you know, I'm here to see doctor whoever. And uh, she's like, well, what's your problem? You know, and he doesn't want to say it out loud. And then of course, excuse me. And then of course to, um, (laughs) to compound this problem, here comes this old lady out of the doctor's office that seems to know Hank. And he's like, Oh, Mrs. McIntosh. Cause she calls him Hanky. 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 Uh, and so she says, this is an old person's doctor. Why are you here? And then, um, Peggy says he hasn't been able to take a, a walk. walk. He hasn't been <laughs> yeah. able to take a walk. I yeah. threw my knee out playing touch, fo- touch football. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I just feel like the, just his toxic masculinity, just, it's so funny. I really like how they, how they keep that thing about oh, yeah. the whole deal. Sure. Like he never, ever wavers from it too often. And uh, he he's so like pent up inside that he can't even admit to having a problem like constipation. He's got to switch it to something like, oh well, I was playing f- 
touch football. Instead of just out. saying, well, right. I'm constipated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the lady, the lady at the desk is like, "Sir, I can't read this. What does it say? Con contact convict con what?" So anyway, she asks him why he's he's seeing the doctor. And this continues when they go into the doctor's room, into the observation room, or whatever you call it. Uh, And uh, the doctor says, oh, I see you're suffering from consumption. Consumption. Peggy's like, constipation. Constipation. (laughs) Oh, constipation. Well, that's quite a different matter. All right. So number one, this doctor, I would not go back and see this doctor. I think I would probably have walked out on this doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Absolutely. I don't. I, you know, I understand that Hank is this this masculine guy, and he wants to do all these things the way that he wants to do them and stuff. But this doctor goes over the line. Honestly. Oh yeah, this doctor is definitely. You know, he's got that uh, small town doctor doctor feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he asked him about you know the last time he went, and he said, and, and of course Peggy's Peggy's like, oh, it's been five days. He usually goes every other day, yeah. which doesn't sound like enough to begin with to me. If you're only going every two days. No, I feel like at least once a day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I don't shit at least once a day, I feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> I feel like something's wrong. So uh, uh, she <laughs> she says to the doctor, she's having a full-on conversation with the doctor now because Hank's not involved. Yeah, Hank doesn't give a damn at this she, point. He doesn't even like discussing poop. <laughs> right. She says, uh, of course, when we were first married, he'd go every day. Uh, I spoke to his mom, and she said the most interesting thing. said when he was a teenager, he'd be in there four or five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know why he was in there. Hank's a lot like, different Dang. reason than taking a dump. Yeah, That's right. Mr. Hill, this is helpful, says the doctor. He probably had stiff socks, too. That's right. Yeah. So uh, he says they're going to do a sigmoidoscopy, which I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to announce, uh, pronounce that, and then I couldn't say it. Pronounce. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know what it is. See, honey, aren't you glad we're here? Uh, so he says, uh, Mr. Hill, why don't you go ahead and take your pants off? Uh, and, and so... <laughs> Peggy's like, why are you why are you not taking your pants off? Well, there's no sense in taking them off until the doctor gets in here. He's even embarrassed with his wife in the yeah, room. Yeah, in the room to take, even his, take, damn his, pants take off. his pants off. And even tells the the nurse even like reiterates, Yeah, sir, you're gonna need to take your pants off for Dr. Morley. But, like, you gotta take your pants off, dude. So he finally takes his pants off, and then he's still so uncomfortable that he goes, Oh, look at that, Peg. Cotton balls. Yeah, he's just trying to white ones. <laughs> He's I'm just sitting there trying to deflect, like he's trying to make it, right, trying to make right. himself feel comfortable. But he just—I don't know—it's so I mean, weird how he's like that. I love, I, I love how they do that. How with many you. you think they're in there? I bet thirty. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, doctor comes in, and then of course uh, a medical student comes in too, which has got to compound what Hank's got going oh, on yeah, to begin with. Double it. Uh, uh, Hank has to get up on the on the table, turn his butt towards the uh, or face the wall. So that the guy can uh, stick the scope up, uh, Hank, and check everything out, and then oh no, we missed we missed something here that was oh, funny I'm sorry. to me. There was a, a gag that was real funny. So the the doctor tells him to turn his face to a wall, and then mm-hmm. there was knocking on the door, and he goes, "You want me to get that?" <laughs> and he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so he asks him. He goes, uh, "Hey, can I? Uh, can you just take a picture through the uh, through the gown?" Of course, he can't do that. So he turns his butt towards him, and he uh, he's getting ready to to take the scope. And then uh, we get the we get the knocking. The medical student comes in, and then they start they start taking a look at it. And then here comes Bobby, who Bobby was just kind of wandering around this complex or the hospital or wherever it is. Yeah, because I you know what I don't understand is he was in the doctor's waiting room with them. 
And then when they went back to the doctor's, uh, to the observation room, Bobby just disappeared. Disappears. Probably was at the probably was at the the vending machine getting snacks. Probably. And then then we see Bobby uh, coming down on the elevator. Did they have vending machines with snacks in them in the nineties? Oh sure. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah. They probably all hospitals snowballs and stuff. Yeah. But uh, uh, you see Bobby in the elevator, and of course he's just he's just wasting time, and so he 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 lights up every one of the buttons. And I don't know if you ever did that when you were a kid, but uh, oh, a- any time we were in a place that had buttons, yeah. as far as elevators, push them. If it had more than the floor I was going to, I was going to rake them all the way up. And did you, uh, did you ever push the fireman button? Never pushed the fire button. Yeah, uh, I was uh, more afraid. You really of cons- wanted to, though, right? Uh yeah, it was hard yeah. not to. But I was more afraid of the consequences sure. from my dad than I was anything else. Absolutely. So I just yeah. uh, stayed away from that. You can probably outrun a fireman. But oh maybe yeah, not your dad. Uh, here recently, I was in uh, the Alico uh, delivering a package to the top floor. Yeah. And uh, once I hit the bottom floor, I went and raked them all up <laughs> before I left. It's just I couldn't help myself. I was like, you know what? I haven't done this in years. I get it. Broop, and I, I felt it. really giddy. And I was driving home the whole way. And I'm like, man, I really just inconvenienced probably like 30 people. <laughs> so Bobby does this on his way out. And then the next scene we see is a couple rushing into the elevator because the girl, the, the lady is, is obviously very pregnant. And he goes, honey, we made it. And they get in there and then you see see it go to the next floor, then the next floor, and then you hear a baby cry. Yeah, sixth floor maternity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're trying to get up to the sixth floor and she has the baby about the second floor. Nurse.com is the premier online community and career resource for nurses. For over 25 years, Nurse.com has supported nurses with convenient continuing education, job listings, relevant industry reports and insights, and now a nurse-exclusive mobile app. So whether you're a new nurse ready to kickstart your career or an experienced practitioner looking to advance to the next level, Nurse.com has everything you need to succeed. To save 30% on your next CE purchase, visit Nurse.com slash Spotify. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now, wherever books are sold. Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document, and we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, uh, it, the doctor is now inserting a special camera that they use to view the inside of Hank's colon. Uh, Hank would like for uh, someone to just kill him. Yeah, now. just oh, kill me that, now. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for a bite. A bite plate. <laughs> Do you need a bite plate, Mr. Hill? And in comes Bobby. Bobby's knocking on the door. Mom, I'm hungry. And then Bobby gets very concerned after seeing his dad's bare butt, uh, which I don't really understand why they would have you face that way if that's where the door opens. 
But uh, I don't understand why the door would be openable. I figured like if they were doing something like so. that, like an operation type thing, like well, it's it not an operation, but uh, yeah. something as invasive as sticking something up your ass, you'd have the yeah. door locked so nobody's coming in and out. Yeah, when they ask me to cough, I don't want the door open. Yeah, I don't know? want the door open either. Uh, so Bobby gets very upset. He's like, uh, Dad, what are they doing to you? Yeah, and his the, face looks real concerned. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then the doctor gets involved and says, uh, you know, it's okay. Bobby can be here because when, when one of us faces an illness, the whole family does. You yeah, know, they're or, your get well team. That's right. <laughs> he goes, well uh, team. this part is my second favorite part. So he goes, hey there, Ace, do you like video games? <laughs> he goes, well, this is a joystick, just like a video game joystick. Only my red button fires a real laser. And he goes, cool. And he's like messing with the stick making shooting sounds right. and right. he goes bobby say you're good and he said maybe you could help us out a little later and he's like just kidding mr hill <laughs> yeah that's that's why i would not go back and see that doctor uh so uh the the other line that uh, tells me why i would not go see this doctor is when the doctor looks at hank and says mr hill smile it just might help yeah it doesn't hurt I tell you to what, smile. get out of here doctor yeah, i don't i don't need here. you <laughs> You're sitting here you tell me to smile. I'm shoving good. stuff up my ass and you're telling me to smile. Yeah, probably not going to happen. Yeah. All right. So well, then, I mean, unless he's taking me to dinner afterwards. That's and then, true. Then I'd that's probably right. smile. That's right. Maybe I asked for it. Uh, she, uh, uh, now we're, we're, we're taking the adventure through Hank's colon. Uh, and uh, Peggy is very excited about this because it's, it's got so real many deep twists. Dive. It's yeah. got so many twists <laughs> and turns. I don't know what's next. It's a real deep an- analysis. <laughs> analysis. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> And so uh, uh, the doctor says, Bobby, I've got this special camera in your grandfather's colon. He says, I'm his father. father, Your father's colon. (laughs) He doesn't really miss a beat. He said, he tells Bobby that the amazing thing about the human colon is if you stretched it out, it would go all the way around the earth. 25,000 yeah, 25, like, miles 25, around. 25,000 miles. That's not possible. He said a piece of steak would have to shoot through your system faster than the speed of sound. Well, that's impossible. And then the doctor so, goes, well, there ain't nothing going through your intestines that fast. <laughs> so I looked it up as I was watching this. Your colon's only five foot long. Yeah. What What is wrong with this doctor that says you can stretch it all the way around yeah, the I don't planet? Know. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so uh, they, have the, they have the back and forth about the... Uh, about the steak going through his colon. And then uh, Bobby <laughs> wants to know, hey, can I be a proctologist when I grow up? <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, the the uh, medical student asks Hank to please relax his buttocks <laughs> because everybody's making him very tense, obviously. Yeah, very tense. Uh, and then they want to know how uh, how Peggy's holding up. Which I don't really understand that question, but well, there is get well team. Everybody's <laughs> got to be everybody's got to be on point for the get well team. They're like they're like uh, Miss Hill, how are you holding up? And she goes, Well, I'm a little uncomfortable. I've been sitting here for so long. <laughs> well, as big as her feet is, she should just stand up for a little while. It's true, takes the pressure true. off her back. So they're going to take a five minute break, which uh, they're taking a break, but they don't remove the thing from his colon. So there's going to be five minutes there where Hank is still laying on the table with this thing up his butt. <laughs> And everybody else is taking a smoke break. Basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then he tells him, he goes, uh, so the best option at this point is to do something surgically. And he, right. he, he says, apparently your low-fat, high-fiber diet's not working. Mm-hmm. And then Peggy looks at him all side-eye, you know, and says, uh, well, maybe Hank just needs to give his low-fat, high-fiber diet a little more time. She goes, yeah. isn't that right, Hank? That's right. Yeah. And so he's going to, the doctor is going to, um, 
reserve an operating room for the end of the week. You'll give him till the end of the week. If he doesn't make by then, then they're going to go in surgically and do something. And uh, everybody's very worried about it. Uh, so Hank agrees to go along with this uh, high-fiber, low-fat diet. And uh, the next thing we see is Hank and Peggy at a health food store. Uh, and they are looking for something that maybe is uh, a little healthier option. Uh, this is, this is very much a, um, like a whole foods co-op type place or somewhere something you'd like go that. in Austin. What I'm wondering is if this is the same co-op that Hank helps run later. Oh yeah. Yeah. You I know, didn't think later, about that. Yeah. Later on. So you've got this hippie, uh, very like dippy hippie kind of guy behind the counter and they start asking about all the stuff there. And oh say, yeah. What about these hot dogs? He goes, and those are faux dogs. He calls them. Uh, he calls them not dogs. Not dogs. They're not That's dogs. Right. They're made of tofu. They're, they're not dogs. Uh, and he said, I can't eat this crap. Well, then try this tofu. It's for people who can't eat. <laughs> yeah, it's for the tofu intolerant. Right. Can't eat tofu, <laughs> tofu intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, uh, now would that be good for a man who's constipated? <laughs> I didn't say it was you, Hank. Yeah. So uh, now uh, here comes uh, Luann. Uh, she's found. Hold on. There was a there was a gag you missed. That was funny. Yeah. So he goes, "Well, I didn't say this was for you." And then she goes, oh. "Well, is this for your husband?" <laughs> and she goes, "Yes. We'll take a quarter of the brown rice broth too." And then Hank is just he sighs and he goes, "Well, do you have anything that tastes good?" And the guy goes, "No." No. <laughs> he looks around for a minute and says, "No." Uh, so Luann comes comes bopping up, and she's got a uh, she's got a flyer in her hand, and she has found uh, a uh, doctor who does moxibustion. A moxibustionist. Moxibustionist. Whatever that is, bustion. I had never heard of a moxibustionist. Did you look it up? I did look it up. What is a moxibustion? So it, this is uh, uh, like uh, what do you call it when they stick it with the needles? Uh, oh, acupuncture. So I imagine with the word bustion in it, it's probably it's, fire. it's flame. Yeah. So uh, what they do is is the actual acupuncture, but then they also burn these little leaves real close to your skin. I don't know what oh, that's yeah. supposed to do, but that's that's the moxibustionist part. Relieves stress and opens energy channels. I'm yeah. guessing according to this. Yeah. And then uh, it, Hank goes, well, "What the heck is this? Is that?" And then you know he sticks needles in your skin and sets them on fire. And he goes, "Well, if anyone ever tried that on me, I'll kick his ass." Which is fantastic because <laughs> it is foreshadowing to something that happens in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now we see Hank. Uh, he's back at home and he's just kind of watching TV uh, and and. Uh, he's, he's shouting about something. You think he's watching a football game for like the football part, but no, yeah. he's, he's very upset that they're going to pour the Gatorade down the coach's back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gatorade all down his back. So Peggy comes in and tells him it's bathroom time. So now she's scheduling bathroom time for him. And well, it's, it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not only scheduling like that. It's like a chore at this yeah. point. Cause, yeah. uh, this is where Dale comes running up and, said, well, we were uh, wondering if Hank could come out and play kind of thing, if he could come help us with the fence. And then she's like, well, I'm sorry, sorry, Dale. Dale. You know, he's in there uh, working it out, having his bathroom bathroom time. time. Yeah, well, maybe later. (laughs) So uh, next thing is, and and I didn't catch the name of the restaurant in this one, but it's the same one they go to where they go to get their barbecue. So it's probably uh, Sugarfoot's. I think it's probably Sugarfoot's. I missed that too, yeah. So they're all, and when I say all, they're all sitting there at at a table just chowing down on meat. 
I just I don't understand how much meat they can. That's why he's. Oh, it's a lot of meat, man. There's a lot of meat going on. And well, that's you know, I worked with a lot of uh, red-faced Americans and high blood pressure guys and stuff like that, uh, working in factories and stuff. Right. And it would blow my mind the amount of meat that they would discuss consuming. Like I'm all for you know a barbecue, you know stuff like that, and I love red meat too. But man, the amount of red meat, I don't even know how they could afford to eat red meat five times a week. But these guys would just yeah. talk about it. And I was like, It's all they think about. I was like, Guys, do you realize red meat that's beer why and you're overweight? That's why you're mm-hmm. extremely red. I said, mm-hmm. You're red and you're so red, it's unbelievable. Like, you look like you've got a sunburn on your face and it's yeah. wintertime. Yeah. I'm like, it's all You guys got to get that to checked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. From all that red meat and cheap booze <laughs> so uh yeah it, it, that has a lot to do with it as yeah, well natural uh, light yeah that'll get you so uh uh they're all there for kind of a uh, support group for hank because he can't go yeah, to his cheerleading bathroom. squad his poop but squad he's the only one with a salad the rest of them are all chowing down on this meat yeah so i'm not sure about how, how much support that is not uh, much so uh well they're there so i guess that's, i guess so. i guess that's I guess enough support. right yeah uh they they he and Peggy are now going to go to the bathroom, right? Uh, and the men's room is locked, and so Peggy has him go into the women's room, which it's just humiliation after humiliation for Hank, honestly, throughout this entire thing. You know, he's sitting there in the women's bathroom. Yeah. It's got a cowgirl on a bucking bronco, and then he looks over, and there's the tampon machine. And for somebody like Hank, this is just like the I'm lowest I'm surprised he would get. even go in there, honestly. I, I know I it's, it's the lowest you could get for him, but I'm even I shocked agree. that he would agree to it. Like This just kind of shows you how beaten down he is at I this see point. Hank like shitting out back behind the dumpster before oh, yeah. I see him using the women's yeah, restroom. Absolutely. So that was kind of odd that he would even agree to that. So he goes in there and he tries, and, and while he's doing that, uh, we cut back out to, to all the friends at the table eating the meat, and Bill is very deep into conversation. He's saying, well, you see what I'm saying is salad doesn't always have, have to, to have be salad. salad. Yeah. There's potato the salad, salad. And, there, and he's starting to name all the salads yeah. that aren't salad. <laughs> yeah. So Hank comes back in, and, and obviously he couldn't go, and he apologizes for letting everybody down. Yeah, I'm sorry, Peg. I let you down. I let y'all down. Which is just ridiculous. Well, yeah, he's... Uh, he can't take a dump, so he's let everybody down. Well, this is the that was the stipulations with the doctor is that uh, the sure. doctor scheduled the surgery yeah. a week away from that day, yeah. and yeah. if he didn't you know, shit in that whole week's time, then he was going to have to go to surgery. So that's what the goal is right now is he's trying to beat the clock. So... Uh, they're, they're, uh, he says, I'm sorry I let you all down. Everybody's, well, don't yeah. worry, Hank. It's all right. You know, you still got 24 hours before your appointment. <laughs> we got to make the most of it. So it's just, at this point, he's afraid of losing his colon because the yeah. doctor told him he would never be able to wear shorts again, which I don't think really bothers <laughs> Hank a, too which much. Is, which is a, I which was is a trying lie. to I was trying to figure that out whenever the doctor gave that joke. I was like, does that mean like you have a prolapse or something? Is that why you I, can't I wear shorts? I, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> But uh, it's it, you can live a an almost uh, a regular life, except you can't ever wear shorts. You again. can't ever wear shorts again. So uh, now we're 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 within that twenty four hour window. It's getting getting to be game time here. He's going to have to go get an operation if something doesn't happen. Yeah, we're back to Peggy and uh, the next door neighbor talking with each other. Nancy, yeah, and she's just yeah. running through it all in her head. Where uh, 
you know, they're talking about, well, Hank's a little down. And he's a shell he's of a, a man. He's a shell of a man. Mm-hmm. And she was discussing how she never thought he'd have the willpower to give up things that he enjoyed. Yeah. So, like, giving up the beer and the and all the and all the red meat and stuff for the time that he's doing it, She's she starts to kind of think, oh, well, you know, if it wasn't for me, he'd be eating burgers in the backyard with yeah. his friends and yeah. drinking beer and shouting at the TV. She finally and hears having herself. Fun. So she starts to hear herself. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I'm taking all the things that are fun away from him. And, you know, if, if I'm a man of my 40s mm-hmm. and I was told by a doctor to change my diet, mm-hmm. I think that living is more important to me than munching on steak. So I, I like this. This again is like yeah. a testament to Hank Hill's, you know, the principle of life kind of thing, and how he's never willing to waver from what his principles are. So this is where Peggy's like, well, well he he didn't want to give up all the things he loves, and now she's starting to feel bad about it. There is something to that, though. I mean, because he he lives a certain way. He's yeah. done this forever. It's letting go of that certain part of yourself. Yeah. And now he's like, well, this is everything I stand for. You know, like if you ask me to stop selling propane or whatever, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this just crushes him. There's only like three or four things in Hank's life. And, and this is one of them that he counts on is eating the red meat, drinking the beer in the, in the alley. And then they have this real tender moment, you know, and, yeah. uh, Hank comes out of the bathroom. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. And Peggy catches him in the hall. And mm-hmm. then they have a real tender moment about how she's going to let him be himself, and he didn't want to be treated like a baby, and and all. She was that. just telling that she only did this because I want you to be around longer, because I yeah. love you. And Hank, you know, he wraps his arm around. He says, <laughs> "Peggy, I'll still be here for a good long while." She right. goes, "I worry, and, and you know I do." And my my favorite line from this entire thing. And if I don't ever poop again, well, that's just going to be who I am. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, too. And then uh, I think it was real funny. And then uh, he goes, well, I'm a lucky son of a gun. I tell you what, to have a woman like you care so much about me, I'm going to be more open, tell you how I'm doing more, and let you in. And then she goes, I just want this moment to last forever, Hank. And he goes, me, too. But it can't, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. All of a sudden, he's got the bubble guts. You know, he's, he's and, starting to rumble. And it's funny that it took that's right him and this. Uh, he's got to tell his wife, "I love you," to uh, I, to incite the shit. To I take. am assuming <laughs> that they are within eight hours of this operation taking place. You know, yeah. I mean, it is. It's probably bedtime, and now he's going. And the last last scene of the entire thing is everybody gathered around the bathroom. They hear the flush. And then a choir starts. starts yeah, on the script notes, dun, it dun, said dun, dun, dun. jubilant choir singing. And so he spins Peggy around, and now we know that Hank's uh, unmentionable ordeal is over. And then you get the credit. This is something that I do not believe happens in the entirety of the rest of the series. After the credits. Yes. It does happen again. Does not it? not in this specific way, yeah. but there are other after the credit scenes right. where you get just Hank breaking the fourth wall and addressing. I don't know what episodes yeah. for sure, and I don't know which ones exactly, but I'm pretty sure that happens again this somewhere. Is, this but is, it's still unique this for is any a, show. Yeah, this is this a time. really weird, especially an animated show. Especially animated right? show. Because, yeah, you get the PSAs at yeah, the end of sure. you know different shows throughout yeah. time, but you never get one from an animated show. And you never get <laughs> one, like, like we've discussed about uh, 
society and it's changed and how it's changed yeah. so drastically yeah. from yeah. that time frame and how forward thinking Mike Judge and Greg Daniels were in their production of that show <laughs> and how many topics they hit I that can, are so relevant today. And this is one of them that they they touch oh yeah, on, like sure. political correctness sure. and stuff. This is something that you would think you would see nowadays, not from a show that this is in 1997 right still so we're can, still in the early i can ni- remember watching 90s. something like 90210 right yeah and then at the end of it you know, one of them would be on there like jason Priestley would be on there going if you or your friend have a problem with methamphetamines please call this number yeah or, <laughs> you know, or, whatever. or if you're a yeah. teenage alcoholic right yeah right. so this one is hank he comes up on his on his riding lawnmower and he says you might have noticed in tonight's episode there was some brief nudity now, as an actor, this is the part that gets me. As an actor. As an actor, that was pretty good, too. <laughs> but another thing that gets me, too, is he rides up on the lawnmower, never gets off the lawnmower. Yeah. To tell you. He didn't ride up on it and use it as the no. vehicle to, to drive into the scene mm-hmm. and then hop off of it and then the camera pan with him. He just he on stays it the whole time. on the you know, it's like you're 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 looking for your mom says, "Hey, go get your dad out the yard," sure. and then he just puts the lawnmower in park, turns it yeah. off. You yeah. know, sits there, takes a sip of his yeah. beer, so you can tell him whatever you got to tell. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of is, you know, you're running up on your dad in the backyard or something. He's, he's trying to tell you some kind of tale of morality. He says, "As an actor, I only do nudity when I feel the script warrants it." And. I thought tonight's episode only warranted seeing the side of my rump. Oh, and this part, too, I thought was funny. He said, you can believe me when I tell you the Fox executives are pushing for a whole lot more. That's like the opposite of what the Fox executives completely opposite. But And again. They caught crap for that episode. That's how you know they caught caught some kind of shit or something from the executives was because of this right here. But again. It's a cartoon. It is. This I want to know not. the behind the stuff on that. I want to know the, <laughs> the story on that, like why they add that disclaimer at the end, which yeah. is, uh, he goes, if any of you were offended by my body, I'm truly sorry. And then he says, good night. <laughs> good night. And rides off. And he rides off, it's which I thought. such a yeah, great ending. Yeah. I, I really want to know the behind the scenes part on that, like why they added that in there. I bet yeah. you they did. I bet you Fox executives were causing some kind of a fuss about it being an episode about constipation. Probably. I mean, at this point, Simpsons only been on the air for... Seven years in 97, eight right. years, because it started at, what, end of 89, yeah. beginning of 90, around yeah. that time. So they haven't, you know, had a, a whole crap ton of opportunity to it's just be super offensive yet. It's just a different show, though. Way different. You know, because this is, <clears throat> this show to me feels like a show you could have with real actors. Simpsons never has. It's never felt that way. No, you couldn't, you couldn't do a live action Simpsons, though. No. Yeah. You could King of the Hill, though. Oh, which, yeah, absolutely. Which I, I wonder, I, I'm sure it's been discussed and explored. They probably talked about it, but I think that would be, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't want to see that. No, no I don't no, know how I'd feel I'm about good. that. I'm, I'm pretty good on that. Um, I'm ready for the new stuff, though. I'm ready I, for all the new content that they've got coming out. Beavis and Butthead and King oh, of the Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all their other animated stuff they've got going on. There's sure. supposed to be another animated project that they're doing on Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. or where Paramount, I think, is where yeah. they're going to be doing everything. Everybody's on Paramount. Yeah. I guess that's Fox. Uh, so I, I did have one question for you though, that I want to kind of explore just a little bit and then, okay. we'll, then we'll wrap this up. What do you think Hank thinks of the poop emoji? What does Hank think about the, you know what? Hank probably contacted Google if he, you know, depending <laughs> on what company he had say he had an Android or whatever, he probably contacted think, the company. Do you think Hank has a cell phone? Uh yeah other, for, yeah he has other, to other than he, he just no a choice. flip phone at this point he well, probably still has a flip phone oh in ninety seven no, 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 oh no, you no. talk about nowadays about now. well no well I don't even think he has, no he probably has because uh all his dispatching is going to be done via cell phone now as but, as a propane operator but don't you think he's retired at this point 
Maybe he's just got no, that. No, he's not retired. <laughs> maybe he's just got that jitterbug phone no, where it's got the one number. You know, you can just call the hospital. That's it. I believe he upgraded with technology. He might struggle yeah. with it some and have like, you know, he has a, a young assistant that yeah. sometimes comes in and maybe helps him with it. But uh, I feel like he would have to have. You think so? But I feel like now he, he probably, uh, I feel like Buck Strickland died. Oh, yeah. And Buck Strickland is probably dead at this point. He's probably going to be. probably smothered uh, by hookers. Or yeah, something. probably. Yeah, yeah. or cocaine. Sure. Whatever, whatever his vice was, uh, you know, probably died at the slots. Uh, cranking that one arm band, it probably broke his wrists. But uh, I think that this is what you know. My fan theory is that he either somehow Buck leaves it to him, uh-huh. the franchise, uh-huh. or he somehow with the money that he's already saved up and he he goes to retire. But instead of retiring, he's able to put his retirement into purchasing yeah. into the franchise to where yeah. he is now the owner of maybe uh, you know he's not strictly propane. The name, no, why would he change the name? Yeah, that that was his, Strickland. That was his daddy, you know, yeah. as a grown man. That was yeah. his daddy or whatever. He felt more uh, attached to him than it seemed like he did Cotton at times. I just cannot imagine Hank ever sending out the poop emoji. I don't – like I said, I feel like he would have a strongly worded complaint with Android yeah. and, you know, AT&T or Sprint or maybe or he thought it, was a, thought it was a cupcake when he sent it out, and then somebody told somebody him. Somebody told him, yeah, it was something else. That's not a like, cupcake. Soft like, serve ice cream. Yeah, it was a chocolate ice cream. He's Bob. looking for the white one. He's looking for the <laughs> whitey, but where's the vanilla? I like vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's just something that ran through my mind as I was watching this. I, I think that Hank would have a hard time um, oh, I can't keeping wait up to with see, a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I really can't wait to see what they've done with it and where they take it. Uh, oh, I really hope they bring – I mean, it's just – like I don't know how you bring back a dead uh, voice actor. I mean, yeah. they, can, they, they can't bring back Brittany Murphy, rest in no. peace. But I don't know how they keep that character. Now, if they age her up and they get a – raspy like a raspy like somebody that's like like a cigarette smoked voice yeah. but i don't you know i, I don't want to say that luann Janine smokes Garofalo. cigarettes yeah janine garofalo <laughs> yeah that'd be a good one or uh uh kind of like the uh i was gonna say uh man what's her name fran drescher but that's mm. not the kind of voice you're looking for fran drescher she's, had she's some, not from texas well she had like uh, uh throat cancer or something Oh, that's why she sounded that way? No, 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 no. Oh, she ended up having... I think she's fine now. I saw her on some award show the other night. She's like the president of the Screen Actors Guild or something like that at this point. Oh, yeah, she's she's up there. But she did sound different. She did sound very different. Well, that's like... uh, Val Kilmer, they mm. have that yeah, special on. They had Oof. that uh, deal on Amazon, yeah. and I watched that. And man, he's from he's you know some of my favorite movies are The Saint and Tombstone mm-hmm. and uh, Top Gun, mm-hmm. like his you know the ones that really made sure. him real big, especially right. Tombstone. Tombstone was huge for him being Doc Holliday. Oh yeah, and uh, and then seeing him, you know. After he's, you know, what all he's been through and stuff, yeah. man, it's painful. He's in tough shape. Yeah, he's in real tough shape. It was kind of like when Patrick Swayze, like, wasted away, too, from pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We're all human, even the ones with millions of dollars. This, uh, this took, a, took a real way. depressing turn It did here. take a depressing yeah, turn. Yeah, well, well, anyway, poop, King of the Hill's fun. Yeah, well, so poop and constipation <laughs> is depressing. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we will be back next time with uh, Season 1, Episode 7. Episode 7. Yeah, we're starting to truck here. We're oh, starting we, to get through uh, them. I think this is where we meet the Sufanusophones. It is. It's the Khan episode. Which was supposed to be introduced in the first episode. Really? So they waited seven episodes to air him, uh, to bring him in. Yeah, mm. when they were first designing and wanting to do it, they were wanting to 
put you know most of what is the main characters of the show. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like he's he, he's in the neighborhood, so he's attached to that oh, yeah. main the, one of the main parts of the show. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, episodes with him in it, you mm-hmm. know. So, oh yeah, Khan ends up being a very important part of the show. And they wanted to add him at the beginning to kind of introduce everybody, right. but they were like, "Well, we don't want it to be an overload yeah. at one time." So they waited, you know, seven episodes. Yeah, I don't know if that was by design, seven episodes, but they don't bring him in until that last episode, that seventh, that seventh episode. So we only have four, four more in the first season. I think so. Yeah. Twelve episodes, right? Yeah. 12 or thirteen. Yeah. So we only got four. Damn, we're yeah. moving through it. We're gonna get through it, man. Here, Here we, we go. Here we're we gonna go. have a party at the end of season one, right? Yeah, we can. We can do do a party at maybe at That's the end right. of every season. We're talking about doing a watch party or something. Yeah, uh, maybe like five of our favorite episodes. Yeah. yeah, maybe we get together and we kind of curate it. You think we you can know? keep people in a room for five episodes? <laughs> I know at least three people that'll show okay. up and sit in the room there for five episodes. There you go. If nothing else. All right, guys, if you want to know more, uh, check us out at roguemedianetwork.com. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Absolutely. And uh, look out for a King of the Hill. We're going to do social media for King of the Hill yeah. uh, podcast. So look yeah. out, be on the lookout for that. Uh, we'll shout that out in the next podcast once we have that Absolutely. fleshed out. But it'll be like an Instagram, Twitter, something like that, just mm-hmm. so we could do some King of the Hill memeing. And, uh, nothing but poop emojis. Nothing but poop emojis. Right. And uh, do some King of the Hill memeing and then give you uh, another place to reach out and yeah. uh, you know yeah. submit stuff, whatever you want to send us or whatever. But that yeah, be, be on the lookout awesome. for that. That'd be awesome. All right, guys, check us next time. We'll see you then. And uh, make sure you check your chocolate sauce. Wimitanye. Wimitanye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. (laughs) 